everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be discussing the upcoming new moon on November 14th, and then we are going to look at a few other astrological ongoings. And as you all know, I like to do the new and full moon forecasts ahead of time so that you all know what to expect, what type of energy is going to be brewing, and how you can best utilize it. I also want to remind you all that I have a new Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. So if you enjoy these podcasts and you learn from them and you would like to have more in your week, signing up for Patreon may be a good option. I post at least two extra times a week there. So moving on with our new moon forecast. First, I just want to say it's 6.21 a.m. I usually try to record these the day before and have them out by six. Sometimes I record them at like 7 p.m. at night. (laughs) Today, I woke up and I don't know, the one that I recorded yesterday, I felt like I was in a brain fog. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that where you just don't feel super plugged in and it's kind of hard to be present. I was just having a super difficult time concentrating yesterday. And so it's November 6th. I'm recording this now. You all should get this in about 20 minutes or something. But yeah, yesterday was just like this crazy brain fog day. I felt like I couldn't be present. (laughs) And I texted one of my friends and I was like, I'm having the most difficult time concentrating. And they were like, I'm having a really difficult time concentrating. So I'm wondering, maybe it's just in the air. Maybe you all had a hard time concentrating too. Maybe it's because of everything going on. Yeah. Maybe it's that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm here now. I feel more plugged in. So Hopefully this is a better podcast and a more helpful podcast. As always, that's what I'm hoping for. So talking about this new moon, it's going to take place on November 14th around 11.46 p.m. So first of all, keep in mind, I follow the sidereal zodiac system. So if you follow Western astrology, the signs I use in this podcast are not going to be correct. And I do live in Austin. So the times I use are central time. That means that depending on where you live, it may fall on the 15th, 14th, 15th. It's going to happen very early when the moon is at its darkest point. Because when the moon is new, the moon and the sun are so close together that there can be no light being reflected from the moon. It's completely dark. So in general, the new moon is a good time for reflection, introspection, intention setting, the energy tends to dip. Things tend to get lower. Again, it's it's more of a time of receptivity rather than projection. And there are a few aspects to the moon. For example, the moon is sitting very close to the sun, and this can bring a fragmented energy to the to that moon. So when the new moon rolls around, you may find that you feel a little fragmented. You don't feel super sharp. It's maybe difficult for you to direct your energy in a helpful and organized way. And in addition to that, the dispositor of the moon will be debilitated. That means that this is going to weaken the moon. And the moon is receiving a few malefic aspects. So this is a very sensitive day. Remember, it's going to be November 14th. It's here in a few weeks. 
I think that things are going to feel pretty sensitive. I think that people are going to be having a difficult time thinking clearly or feeling grounded. So I do just want to let you all know that ahead of time so that when the day rolls around, you have an idea of what to expect. And Mars is going to direct the same day that we have our new moon. And we can think about Mars as being an intelligent warrior. He knows when to fight. He knows when to wield his sword. He knows when to apply effort and aggression. And he also knows when not to. He has an organized strategic plan of warfare. This is what he does. And so when Mars is retrograde, it tends to warp that intelligence. It warps the strategy plan. Things get more combustible and erratic and less intelligent. Now when Mars is moving forward, it's going to take away some of that less intelligent erratic behavior, but it is going to give more organized strategy to aggression and to violence. So it is going to bring, and just the turning point, when planets go stationary and then direct or stationary retrograde, it always brings some hiccup of some sort. And so I just want to lay that out there again for you guys to be aware. I would really encourage everyone to lay low, take it easy, try not to engage in anything violent. And I'm going to get more into this. I want to continue talking about the moon and then I'm going to continue discussing the other astrological configurations. So the new moon is going to be in the sign of Libra. And Libra is all about balance, finding harmony, and being diplomatic. Now, the nakshatra that the moon will be in, because we always want to see the nakshatra within the sign, is Vishaka. And Vishaka spans between Libra and Scorpio. So it's at the very end of Libra. And Vishaka is actually very ambitious, very goal-oriented. It looks towards the future and focuses on what it can achieve. The symbol for Vishaka is the triumphal arch. So there's this huge connection to overcoming obstacles, completing tasks, celebrating. The deity is Indra and Agni. And so Indra is the chief of the gods and Agni is the fire god. And so both of these gods are very yang in energy. They're very forward moving. They are projecting. They like to go out and make things happen, which is a little bit of a dichotomy to the new moon. So again, I think this is going to add to that feeling of maybe push-pull, of having a lot of pent-up energy, maybe not knowing what to do with it, feeling a little fragmented, feeling a little confused. I think that after the new moon, things are, will feel better. I think the new moon itself is always a day where things feel a little tender. Um, so be sure to watch out for that. But what this nakshatra is incredible for is thinking about your long-term goals, what you want to achieve, and how to intelligently channel your ambition which Mars being direct is going to assist with as well. And so because we have a new moon, which is a time of intention setting, we have this incredible energy that is 
giving us the opportunity to work towards our goals and focus on our goals. It's definitely a powerful, powerful time to sit down, write out your intentions and focus on what you want to create in life, what you want to achieve. And I do have a practice that I'm going to recommend because this is something that helps me so much is sitting down and writing what I do in a day when I am completing all of my tasks, when I'm completely harnessing my ambition, when I feel like I'm being completely productive and appropriately using my time. And so I sit down and like, I know myself very well because I've done this exercise so many times. And so what do I do? I wake up at six or earlier. I meditate immediately. I write out my objectives for the day and I give myself a time where I cut myself off. And so I usually start working early. I try to be done by two or three. And then after two or three, it's like my transition into the rest of the day and I go to the gym. And once I'm at the gym, it's like, okay, everything is done. Once I'm done with the gym, I'm on for the rest of my day to do whatever I want. And so I try to finish early. That's how I like to work. I know some people like to work at night. So those are what I do when I'm on. And I also, of course, go to bed early. (laughs) I turn off my phone. I try not to look at it past a certain hour, go to bed early, wake up early. These are what I do when I know I'm functioning well. And so something that you can do is sit down with yourself, think about the days where you were completely just in your zone, you got everything done, you felt completely on top of everything, and reflect on what actions you were taking. What did you do? What time did you wake up? What kind of food did you eat? What did you fuel your body with? Did you have one cup of coffee? Did you have three cups of coffee? Did you turn your phone on airplane mode? Take notes and see what you did. And every day, or setting the intention with the new moon even, make the intention, I'm going to try to have more of these days than not, where I'm turning myself on and trying to complete the tasks that I need to complete. Because this is that Vishaka powerful energy. And another reason why I'm saying this is because on November 30th, on November 20th, excuse me, Jupiter is going to enter the sign of Capricorn. And this is, first of all, Jupiter is debilitated. And when Jupiter is debilitated, it doesn't, of course, it's going to harm the effects of Jupiter. However, Jupiter is also going to be with Saturn. And so for Jupiter being debilitated, this is probably the best thing that could happen is having Saturn be with Jupiter. It's going to add a lot of support. It's going to do a lot to mitigate the negative aspects of a debilitated Jupiter. And what this will do is bring a very practical Jupiter. It's time to get serious about our lives. And I mean, If you listen to this podcast enough, I'm a pretty Saturn person. I I take things really seriously. So I guess it's easy for me to kind of um, get excited about this. Some other people may not feel as excited about getting serious, but I do. I get really excited about the opportunity to get even more serious and more disciplined and more committed to my life and what I want to create in my life. And so I think that this configuration is going to give all of us 
the opportunity to get more serious, get more committed, more disciplined, and focused on the life we want to create. Jupiter and Saturn being together is the opportunity of breakthroughs. If you want to learn more about how Jupiter and Saturn being conjoined will impact you, I'll make sure and link it in the descriptions. I recorded that podcast a few weeks back. So it's a time of breakthroughs. It's a time of overcoming barriers and obstacles, and it's a time of commitment. And so this is another reason why I'm choosing to offer this practice because this is a practice that to me, it's showing up in my life and it's being committed to creating a life that I want. And so for you, it may not look like that at all. It may be waking up, making lunch for my child with plenty of time to have a cup of coffee and sit and reflect with my journal. You know, maybe that's what you do on the days where you feel the best. Or maybe you complete work by 3.30 so that when your kid gets home, you can spend time with them and help them with their homework. It could be anything. It's, it's what you're doing in the day where you feel good, where you go to bed at night feeling like the day was a success. And so sitting down, reflecting on it, and then try to create it more days than not is the practice that I am suggesting. So again, I just think it's so special that we're having a new moon which is a time of reflection and intention setting in this fiery, passionate, ambitious nakshatra. The same day that Mars goes direct, which is our, again, our passion and our willpower and our drive, where we direct our energy, how we overcome opposition. And it's kind of setting us up for this several months because Jupiter and Capricorn will be together from November, 2020 until April, 2021. So for the span of time where we are going to have the opportunity to get more serious and stay committed to what we want. So pretty powerful month, lots of moving parts. And this is what I would suggest on the personal level. Now taking a few steps back and looking at things as a whole, When Jupiter enters Capricorn, again, on November 20th, this is going to be so much better for the economy. I know that I've preached this over and over and over again. I've been saying it since like December of 2019 or January 2020. This is going to be a very positive time for the economy. And I know that it may not feel like that right now, but the last time that these planets were together, the economy was doing very well. So I think that things are going to pick up towards February, 2021. So that is something to look forward to during these next couple of months, because I do feel that November and December are still going to continue to test our patients. The month of November is going to be turbulent. As I mentioned, there are lots of moving parts There's a lot churning. And I think that rather you follow astrology or not, people are catching on to this and feel this. We are, of course, going to see hostility this month, anger, aggression, a strong tie to personal beliefs and personal morals. And there is a time to partake in opposition. If no one ever argued or fought or stood up for what they believe in, in a strong way, if we look historically, nothing would really happen. And so I'm not saying 
to engage in war and go out and be violent. That's the last thing that I'm saying. Please do not go out and start a war and be violent. I do want to say very quickly that the Vishaka energy is favorable for war arguments, being goal-oriented again, overcoming obstacles. It's a very movement-oriented sign. It's a very yang sign, very hot, violent. So we may see people come out with that energy around the new moon. I'm not telling you to partake in that. I think I want all of the listeners to be safe and take care of themselves. What I am suggesting, though, is that if we told everybody to, like, I, I just can see it being patronizing because there are people who care a lot about change and social justice and making a difference. And I know that people are getting really frustrated when they're not seeing change occur. And so I don't want to sit here and be like, don't do anything that you care about. You know what I mean? That's not my intention. That's not like what I'm trying to communicate. I do really want to encourage everybody to be intelligent with the battles that they choose because it is going to be very, the likelihood of violence is going to be very high and aggression. Again, this Vishaka energy, if someone's not following astrology, they're just going to feel pent up and ready to fight. So be mindful of these people and be mindful of, again, the conflicts you choose to engage in and when you choose to engage. The other thing I wanted to mention is that Libra is about balance. And I know that the people who listen to this podcast are amazing, first of all, and spiritualist and spiritually intelligent and um, emotionally intelligent, intellectually just amazing and smart in all ways. And I also know that many of you are, are change makers and you're social justice oriented and you want to see a difference. You want to see the world change for the better in the way you perceive it to be better. And when we have access to so much media and so much information and we can constantly be vocalizing our opinion and our voice, there's more output than there is input. Or we're focusing more on the outer world than we're focusing on the inner world. And so my concern is that we're all going to be trying to share what we think and vocalize our opinion and choose battles that may not be the best battles to choose and just be pouring out all of this energy and then seeking solace in our phone. You know, I mean, I know I do that. If I'm stressed out, I pick up my phone and I text a friend. <laughs> if I'm stressed out, maybe I look at my phone. I hope a friend texted me. Like, I want that connection. And instead of reaching for the phone for connection, see what happens if you decide to meditate. Spend time focusing your attention inward. Spending time with yourself instead of seeking solace in the outer world, which we have zero control over, turning the attention inwards. And this may even be a new habit for you to consider. Whenever you start feeling that pent up feeling or angry and frustrated and maybe even sad, taking time to sit, close your eyes, breathe, maybe read a book, do something that doesn't involve a screen or other people. I think we can get a little addicted to that sensation of likes or messages. See what happens if you tend to yourself and find balance in that way rather than seeking it from the outside. So 
I hope that this was helpful. Um, just to kind of recap, we have Mars going direct on November 14th, which is going to bring a more intelligent and formulated aggression to people. It will bring more protest and people speaking their mind. There is going to continue to be a lot around personal ideals and personal beliefs. Definitely, we will see protests of some sort this month. We have the new moon late on November 14th, maybe 15th, depending on where you are. Jupiter moves into Capricorn on November 20th, which is ultimately going to be good. Asking us to get serious about our lives, to commit for the economy. It's going to be so much better for the economy. And there are going to be changes. There are going to be changes in this way. We are preparing for an eclipse in December. So there may be some buildup energetically there as well. So I hope that this was helpful. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow my Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.